Hi guys, this is Danita Platt with Platt Family, and you are listening to our podcast, School in the Wild. This is going to be the wrap-up to the second recording for Charlotte Mason's Home Education Series, Volume 1. We'll be wrapping up the preface with this reading. Preface to the fourth edition. My attempt in the following volume is to suggest to parents and teachers a method of education resting upon a basis of natural law and to touch in this connection upon a mother's duties to her children. In venturing to speak on this latter subject, I do so with the sincerest deference to mothers, believing that, in the words of a wise teacher of men, the woman receives from the Spirit of God himself the intuitions into the child's character, the capacity of appreciating its strengths and its weaknesses, the facility of calling forth the one and sustaining the other, in which lies the mystery of education, apart from which all its rules and measures are utterly vain and ineffectual. But just in proportion as a mother has this peculiar insight as regards her own children, she will, I feel, feel the need to know, feel, I'm sorry, feel her need of a knowledge of the general principles of education founded upon the nature and the needs of all children. And this knowledge of the science of education, not the best of mothers will get from above seeing that we do not often receive as a gift that which we have the means of getting by our own efforts. I venture to hope that teachers of young children also may find this volume of use. This period of a child's life between his sixth and ninth year should be used to lay the basis of a liberal education and of the habit of reading for instruction. During these years, the child should enter upon the domain of knowledge and in a good many directions, in a purposeful, consecutive way, which is not to be attained through the somewhat exciting medium of oral lessons. I hope that teachers may find the approach, from a new standpoint, to the hackneyed subjects of instruction proper for little children, at any rate, interesting and stimulating, and possibly the methods which this fresh standpoint indicates may prove suggestive and helpful. The particular object of this volume, as a member of the home education series, is to show the bearing of the physiologic, of the psychology, I'm sorry, of the physiology of habit upon education. Why certain physical, intellectual, and moral habits are a valuable asset to a child, and what may be done towards the formation of such habits. I beg to acknowledge my indebtedness to Dr. Carpenter's mental physiology for valuable teaching on the subject of habits contained in some two or three chapters of that work. Also, I would renew my grateful thanks to those medical friends who have given careful and able revisions to such parts of the work as rests upon physiological basis. I should add that some 20 years ago, 1885, the greater part of this volume was delivered as Lectures to Ladies, in which form the papers were originally published, 1886, under the title, which is still retained. Lectures 7 
and 8 and the appendix of the original volume have been transferred from this to other volumes of the series. The whole has been carefully revised and much new matter introduced, especially in part 5. Lessons as an instrument of education, which now offers a fairly complete introduction to methods of teaching subjects fit for children between the ages of 6 and 9. The rest of the volume attempts to deal with the whole of education from infancy until the ninth year of life. C.M. Mason, Scale Howe, Ambleside, 1905.